Because it is in our heart to stay with you for the rest of our days here on earth. And we are trusting you to stay, to stay connected, to stay anchored and planted so as we begin this morning who enables us to to fellowship and to to speak the mind of god to your people and i thank you even as we do so this morning for the anointing upon our lives to impart truth and to impart revelation in jesus name amen so again, Bazalwan and Gatan Wutingi Ginbing Lele, and uh, I pray that you had great Christmas. And uh, to some of you who are old, it doesn't mean much anymore. Remember when we were younger, those Tengalis into Sambi Semka Quenisio Masi Sambi Genmuzgomosi Silkuda. But it does not, uh, as you get older, it does not mean much anymore except the fact that we understand that it's Jesus Christ. We are uh, his birthday. We are commemorating and we are remembering. Don't be we, we all know that. We, we know that Jesus was not born on the 25th. And uh, there's a lot of other stuff that people would, uh, would tell you. All we do on the 25th is to celebrate the fact that he was born. We celebrate. If we don't celebrate that, then are we going to allow the enemy for them to have their own holidays and celebrate whatever they want to celebrate? No. We are grateful for the fact that we, we at least, we, we have the 25th of December. Yes. It could have been the 11th of June, 11th of August, who cares? As long as we, we get given a day in the calendar whereby we celebrate his birth. So we are excited about that. So and now we are a few days before we step into the new year, which is then why we it is important for us to begin to address certain things that we are trusting God for uh, going into 2021. One of the things that are very heavy in our hearts, my wife and I, is the issue of family. So over and above other things that we will be uh, doing next year there will be uh, quite a deal and focus on on family in the first quarter of uh, of 2021 we we are going to but we're going to cover all those things it, I, we think it's important because omunkulunkulu is restoring his church church uh, is made up of uh, constituents which is people and people come from family. So the stronger the family is, the stronger the church is. And uh, so we are trusting God for that. That as he restores his church, he restores family, he restores um, individual people, children, sons, daughters in the family, husbands and wives in the family. In Jesus' name. Uh, as we begin, Bazalwane, 
I just want to say to you, there is an event in the Bible, if you study Bible history, there is a, an event in Bible history that changes everything in terms of the order of creation. When that happened, from that point onwards, everything changed. Everything was never the same. And it's found in Genesis. In actual fact, it is as early as Genesis chapter 3 in the Old Testament. You and I know that event as the fall of man. The fall of man fell from grace, from a place that God had placed him in terms of authority and dominion, in terms of covenant and the, the way of life that God had expected him to walk in. So he fell from grace. So it's called the fall of man where Adam and Eve succumbed to the influence of Satan when he crept into that garden and began to speak a word over their lives which they were not supposed to accept and receive because God had already spoken over them a blessing. Now, we also understand that after that event in Genesis 3, everything goes downhill. Everything in the Bible uh, goes just down heal until Jesus Christ is born. And so from Genesis 4, see Genesis 3 is when uh, Adam and Eve, they fall and they commit sin. In Genesis chapter 4 to Genesis uh, 6 to verse 8, we are shown there the extent of, of the fall. In other words, what, what fall did and how sin changed the, the disposition of God towards men because in Genesis 4 to Genesis 6 verse 8 that's where you get uh, the story of um, Abel and Cain that's where you, we are told about the angels that fell from uh, that came from heaven and they began to uh, to, to interface with 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 women and the and the Nephilim were born so that's what we are given but what goes on after that from Genesis uh, 6 verse 9 onwards, right and up, up to the New Testament when Jesus Christ is uh, announced to be coming. What God does in the entire Bible from Genesis 6 uh, verse 9 onwards, because there that's when Noah comes into the picture and, and, and the restoration takes place. So from Genesis 9, uh, Genesis 6 verse 9 onwards, what God is busy with is, is, is what is called in theology restorative work. Or it's, it's redemptive work. It's God's redemptive work. In other words, it's corrective. What happens in most of the Bible is corrective. God is, uh, is restoring or correcting that which happened in the book of Genesis chapter 3 when, the, when Adam and Eve uh, listen to the voice of the enemy. This is why, Bazalwan, uh, you find that the Bible is full of words like this word, the words like restoration, uh, restitution, uh, rebuilding, returning, renewing. Now, those words, uh, they are root words, they have a prefix which is a re. Uh, re is a prefix which means again or back to. 
So when you talk about restore, when you talk about restoration, you talk about restitution, you're talking about the rebuilding, you're talking about going back to the original or to the former, that which used to be. So the entire Bible, therefore, is a, is a, is corrective, is is restorative, mm-hmm. or is redemptive. God is taking back humanity. All of the Bible, God is seeking to restore humanity to the ancient path. So today we are talking about going back, returning to the ancient path, following the ancient paths. So I want you to understand that something was broken in Genesis chapter 3, which was the norm in Genesis 1 and 2. So there's Genesis 1 in the Bible and uh, God creates man and he, he blesses them in Genesis 1, 28. And there's Genesis 2. Now, before Genesis 3 takes place, there was a way of life. There was a path that uh, the human race was meant to walk in. Something was broken in Genesis 3, which was the norm in Genesis 1 and 2. Let me repeat that. Something was broken in Genesis 3, which was a standard which was a, a norm or a way of life in Genesis 1 and 2. In other words, Adam and Eve lost the way. They lost the way. They lost the ancient path. They lost something that God had given them. So humanity, therefore, Bazarwane, had to be restored. We had to be restored to the ancient path, not the law. Let me explain that again. See, humanity had to be restored to the ancient path, not the law, because there was no law of Moses in Genesis 1 and Genesis 2. The law of Moses, the Pentateuch, the first five books of Moses were not written at the time. So what Adam fell from is not what Moses came to establish later on. So the law was a means. I want you to hear this, Bazalwan, because we are, we are preparing now for 2021, and there are things that the Lord God is, uh, is revealing, and there's something special about this coming year, and we are going into this year fully equipped, and we are trusting God for more revelation. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is the law was a means to get us back to the ancient path. Because the law did not exist in Genesis 1 and Genesis 2. So when you now go into the Bible, uh, uh, Jeremiah 6, please turn with me to the book of Jeremiah. It's Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16. Jeremiah 6, verse 16. Let me read this uh, family. It says, this is what the Lord says, stand at the crossroads and look, ask for the ancient paths, ask where the good way is and walk in it and you will find rest for your soul. You will find rest for your souls, but you said we will not walk in it. Now, I want to focus. I'm going to ask Mamji later on to come and explain. Once I've, 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 come, I've, I've gone through this and uh, I've explained certain things, kind of later foundation, I'm going to ask you to come later on to, to kind of uh, round it 
up for us nicely. In the scripture I just read, there is a word ancient there, which is what we are talking about this morning, uh, going back to the ancient path, the way that the Lord had set even before the, Mo the law of Moses was established. Now, in our culture, we associate, even if you look, uh, look the word up in, in, in the dictionaries, all the dictionaries, we associate the word ancient with aged, or aged and old. And there's a word obsolete. There's a word outdated. There's a word pre-modern. So today's societies at large, uh, we have tended to, to despise the word ancient. Uh, we, we, we look at it with scorn and we, we, we look at the word with suspicion and disregard. Mm -hmm. Because as far as we are concerned, it's, it, 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 it seeks to take us back to the to, to iniquity, I mean, to antiquity, there's two words almost the same, to antiquity, there's a word antiquity, it means outdated, it means pre-modern, it's old, old-fashioned. Now, a person who lives in the 21st century doesn't want anything to do with anything which is pre-modern. Yeah. There's something called pre-modernity. Now, an, anytime the word talks about ancient, we then we, we, we begin to raise red flags in our mind because what are they seeking to do? In our culture, we connect more with words like uh, modern, mm. with contemporary, with current. When you speak to me about something current, that's something that's contemporary, something that's trending, something of, of, of now, I, I, I seek to, you know, I want to connect with that. Mm. Amen. So, but you will be surprised, Bazalwan, to realize that in Hebrew, the word ancient, I want you to please just note this. If you're writing something down, I know Sisanda always does that. And, 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 and most of you, I believe you do. I want you to understand that in Hebrew, the word ancient does not mean just old. It's not limited. This is why the Bible uses that word because it does not use us use it within our context of understanding. It uses the word ancient within the Hebrew uh, understanding of the word. So in, in Hebrew, the word ancient, it means timeless. It means eternal. It means perpetual. It means from before time. The word ancient in Hebrew means out of eternity. In other words, what Adam and Eve had before Genesis 3 uh, was before time or was taken out of eternity. In other words, when God created uh, everything in Genesis 1 and then he creates uh, Adam in Genesis 2, Adam and Eve, then he gives them something out of eternity. This, that's, this is before Moses. This is before the law. This was going to be a way of life for, for all of the human race had Adam not sinned in Genesis 3. Because now when you begin to 
interact with the Ten Commandments and the law, God is now forced to do corrective work. There is restorative, restorative work that must be done so that uh, human race is restored to the way, to that which God had preordained uh, for all of us to walk in. Amen. So I wanted to understand that. So we are dealing with something that is not time-bound. It's not limited by a dispensation. It's not limited by who happened to be alive at the time, whichever prophet was there at the time. We are talking about, when we talk about ancient past, we're talking about that which uh, God pulled out of eternity and he planted it within time for, because God in his foreknowledge and in his wisdom, he knew that we would need something in the earth because here we would be dealing with fallen angels. Here we'd be dealing with principalities and powers in the heavenly places. Here we'd be dealing with uh, stuff that us in our humanness we wouldn't be able to cope with. So he gives us something from his uh, super upon our natural so that we can be able to cope. So as long as we are on earth and we are cooperating with him, there's the supernatural dimension about us. There's something that God has pulled from his realm into our realm to, to assist us, to aid us in dealing with what the enemy would throw at us. So we dare not move away from the ancient path. This is why in that uh, scripture which I read, Jeremiah, uh, inspired by the Holy Spirit, he says to them, stand at the crossroads and look, ask for the ancient paths. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it. And uh, so it is very important for us, family, to understand these things. Now, that's why then Cain and Abel uh, knew about altars and sacrifice way before Moses. That's how we know that there was something established. There was, remember the Bible says God would come in the cool of the day and he would interact with Adam. God would come from heaven and he spoke. And as he spoke with Adam, he imparted something. As, as he spoke, Adam grew spiritually. He had revelation. He had understanding that there were no tablets of stones. There was no scroll at the time. But the Bible tells us. Now, when the Bible mentions that, we don't know how often and how many times God had come before it is revealed to us in that particular scripture. That would have happened for some time before Adam fell. So we know that there was something established. There was a way set that man was supposed to walk in. Then we know that because of that, uh, Cain and Abel know about altars because the Bible reveals to us that they went and they gave a sacrifice uh, to the Lord. How did they know about all these things uh, before even we hear about a sacrifice in the, in the kind of formal and ceremonial way in the books of Moses? That means something was communicated to them which was taken out of time. In other words, these were practices that would uh, would be transgenerational. Yes. They would go across timelines 
in the name of Jesus, irrespective of a dispensation that was there. So one of them is uh, is, is is sacrifice. Uh, it's altars. Uh, that's why Jacob blessed his sons in Genesis 49 before he died. Uh, men were given, fathers before time, were given a responsibility to breathe upon their children, to speak a blessing. This is happened this is what happened before Moses was and uh, this is true because you remember that when God created Adam the first thing that he does he pronounces a blessing upon them it's an ancient path an ancient path which is not limited the Old Testament New Testament covenants they uh, they don't take these things out of our lives as God had determined for them to, 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 to impact us in our lives. So we know that this is true. Uh, he creates Adam and then he speaks a blessing. The Bible says he, he blessed them. Amen. That's why Abraham had communion with Melchizedek thousands of years before the New Testament. This was ancient an ancient path. It's, uh, the, the, the Holy Communion is not a New Testament revelation. Holy Communion is not a New Testament revelation. Holy Communion is an ancient path that was supposed to be practiced by those who would choose to connect with heaven and have a, a covenant with the God of heaven, the creator of all things. Amen. So... That's why also Abraham gave the tithe to Melchizedek way before the law of Moses, way before the last book in the Old Testament, which is called Malachi. Mm. Before there was any law, the Bible tells us that Abraham gave the tithe to Melchizedek before the law of Moses. I, I believe, family, you, you're beginning to understand these things, that there are things which were established in the past before Moses was set, before God called Moses that through that burning bush. There were things, there was a way of life that God had determined for us to walk in. These were ancient ways. They were meant to transcend time, like I've said. They were meant to... Uh, not for a particular generation, not for a particular dispensation. They were meant for all generations. Now, if you read in the book of, uh, of Job, chapter 28, the Bible says in verse 7 and verse number 8, that path no bird knows, nor has the falcon's eye seen it. The proud lions have not trodden it nor has the fierce lion passed over it. There is a path, Bazalwan, and God is taking us as we getting ready to move into uh, 2021. He wants us to walk in the path. Of course, as we do so, we do so in Christ Jesus. Yes. We do so in the new covenant. Yes. We do so in the Lamb, and we are defined within Scripture. Everything that the Lord Jesus said we do, we do. 
but we need to understand that we have tended to move away from that which God wanted us to walk in, and we cannot afford to do so. Now, this path is, is it remains invisible, Bazalwan, until we put on the goggles of faith. We will not know it. Most of us, we may actually, you know, keep on doing what we're doing and just do as little as we know according to the revelation we have and die and go to heaven. But there are things we will not be able to access and break into if we do not go back to that which God had said in the past and begin to walk in it. So we need to have the goggles of faith and open the eyes of obedience. And when we do so, we will begin to see the way. We will begin to see the ancient path that God had set before us. Now, for today, I'm going to ask Mamji to come in the next five minutes or so. And um, you will realize that one of them, which we are going to discuss, and we are going to start in the first quarter at care. We're going to focus on this. Uh, we were never created. It's called the blessing. Yeah. Walking under a blessing. It will explain why God, the first thing he does, as soon as he creates Adam and Eve, he releases a blessing over them. You and I, Bazalwan, you were created to walk and live under a blessing. Mm. You and I were created to live under a blessing. Now, in Genesis 1, verses 27 and 28, the Bible says God created humankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and every creature that moves on the ground. Now, we learn through the scripture that a blessing is released through a spoken word. When God is to issue a blessing over them, he speaks words. As it is the case, I was telling, we were praying with the children last night, explaining to them uh, some of these things. This is why in, uh, in nature, what happens is there are, there are crops that will not grow unless they are under a certain climate. Mm. They only prosper and they thrive and they blossom under a particular climate. So is the case with us in the spirit. Uh, life, prosperity, and success comes under a particular atmosphere. The success of human beings on earth is determined by, Zalwan, by a spiritual climate in which they live and walk. This is why God had to pronounce a blessing over them. What is a blessing? You will remember that we did explain to you because... The reason why I, we, we are talking about this today is because come the 31st of December, this is what I, I would want all of you to pronounce upon your family, to pronounce upon your children, to pronounce upon those who mean 
whoever is under your roof, if you have the authority to call your people uh, and begin to pronounce a blessing so that when we step into 2021, we are stepping under a certain atmosphere. It is an ancient path. Mm. It is what we must return to. And if we don't, uh, because at any given time, you are under two atmospheres. You are under a blessing or you are under a curse. So we must, as God's people, be intentional about these things. So I want to explain to you before Mamji comes forward and, and kind of explain other things to you that believers must always strive to walk under the climate of blessing. Believers must always strive to walk and live under the climate of blessing. A blessing is a, an invisible cloud of empowering and enabling words. It's a cloud of empowering words. It's a cloud or an atmosphere of enabling words which are spoken over us. Let me repeat that because you need to speak that over your children. My wife will explain to you why we had a, a ceremony for Unandi on, uh, on, 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 um, when was it? on Friday because it's part of what we are going to be doing at care uh, come next year. So I'm saying to you a blessing that a father speaks or a mother speaks over their child, their children, that becomes a cloud or an atmosphere that, it, that hovers. It is a cloud of empowering words. It's words that empower that person. It's, it's, it's words that enable that person. These words pull life in our direction. They, they, they pull life in our direction such that everything that we need to fulfill destiny, we are able to achieve. They, they, you know, these uh, preachers, they use the term destiny helpers. If you want to use the term destiny helpers, and anything and everything that we need for our destiny to be accomplished, a blessing under which you, this is why the Bible says, under a blessing they were under a blessing or they are under a curse why because a curse it is an atmosphere that set it is words spoken over you which are very disempowering that are destructive they don't allow for you to begin to manifest destiny in the earth if someone curses you if someone speaks a word over your life which is a curse that word is destructive. Anything that tries to come into your life to make you, to build you, a case in, under which you are operating begins to work against that which is, which is coming to help you achieve that God had given for you to achieve. Amen. Now, Mamji, uh, just give me two minutes. Now, I want you to see this also, Bazalwane. I'm almost done. Uh, Everyone is, at any given point, you are either under a curse, under a curse, or under a blessing. Now, this is the last scripture that Mamji is going to come and speak to you. In Genesis chapter 9, verses uh, 20 to 27, just quickly, it says, Noah, a man of the soil, began to plant a vineyard. When he drank some of the wine, he got drunk. 
and uncovered himself inside his tent, Ham, the father of Canaan, saw his father's nakedness and told his two brothers who were outside. Uh, Shem and Japheth took the garment and placed it on their shoulders. Then they walked in backward and covered up their father's nakedness. Their father, uh, their faces were turned the other way so they did not see their father's nakedness. When Noah awoke uh, from his drunken stupor, he learned what his youngest son had done to him. So he said, Cast be Canaan, the lowest of slaves. He will be to his brothers. He also said, Worthy of praise is the Lord, the God of shame. Now, what you see there, Bazalwane, is, is, is a father releasing an atmosphere, releasing a cloud of words, a curse upon his, two, uh, his one son who had exposed his nakedness. And those words would... Now, what you must understand about this scripture is the fact that the man was drunk. So it does not... As long as it's your parent, specifically according to the ancient path, the father. This is why I must take on the role of father. For those of you who don't have fathers, this coming year, we, I will take on that role and speak these words over your life. Because some of you would have been cursed even in your womb. They, they rejected some of us when we were in our mother's wombs. They spoke words of our lives. Mm -hmm. So I must take that role. If those uh, mothers who are, who are single mothers and anybody who needs that kind of covering, these are words that must be spoken. Now, this man who released this word was drunk at the time. But the words he spoke because he stood in his position and of authority, delegated authority by God, whatever he spoke upon his children, that would sustain. Mm. That would be set as, a, as an atmosphere over their lives and it would determine how far they would go in life, whether they would prosper or they would uh, move along the path of destruction. So I'm going to allow Mamji to come, family, but understand this. We are going to be doing this. We, uh, we are feeling that God is speaking to us about restoring fathers and the role of family in our lives so it doesn't matter how old you are in actual fact we are going to do this we're going to speak a word when we speak a word over your life and begin to pronounce a blessing we are trusting god that the cloud that has sustained for many years will be destroyed mm -hmm. and uh, there will be a new atmosphere where, whereby uh, it enables the seed to begin to grow and to sprout because every crop that God wants to see in your life can only grow under a specific atmosphere and climate. That's what we're going to pronounce over your life. Mamji, uh, I want to allow you to, to come. Let me just move this side. And I'm just going to come and, um, and kind of uh, address the rest of what I want you, family, to understand uh, in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Babaji. Uh, I greet you, Bazaluane, even as we have joined. I mean, I think a lot will be covered even as we resume next year. Uh, the Lord is drawing us and is inviting us back to a place where He really wants to work with us. Um, I was thinking, even as we 
have been meeting for the past two years now that you know we can do so many things good things Bazalwan. we can do so many good things we can fast we can pray we can give and we can do all these things and gather and 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 assemble as a house but it is possible to also meet to miss what god wants us to do mm. it's also possible to miss the place where god wants us to operate in blessing if we never ever find the ways of God in what he has called us to do because a lot of people are doing a lot of good things but good doesn't mean it is godly good doesn't mean that it is the will of God so I feel and we've been feeling with the that there is an invitation for us to come to a place where he really wants to partner with us on the earth to, 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 to allow him to land on the earth and to bless the families. Not just, we're not talking about and material blessing. We're not talking about just uh, claiming and naming Those things. Those are just effects of what is already over our lives. So we just need to restore the, the atmosphere over our lives where we walk in healing because there's an atmosphere of the blessing over our lives. We walk in breakthrough, we walk in victory. Even if we are confronted with warfare and battles, there is victory in our lives because of the atmosphere of blessing. So as Ubabji was saying uh, earlier on, that the, the things that God wants to restore to us, is not. It, it's not about going back and doing the law and, you know, making sure that we do as the Jews do. The, the Jewish people, precious people of God, were called and were assigned the stewardship of these things. And God gave them the law so that they are able to contain the ways and remain in the ways. Like Ubabji was saying that the law was corrective. The law enabled uh, uh, the, the Jewish people to remain on the path because without holiness we cannot walk with God so you must know that even with the law the law was there to make a, a, a people holy to make them right standing before God mm. but it also failed Babji mm. that's why Jesus then comes in is made manifest so that we are able to remain in the ways of God and we are restored back to the ancient ways. Amen. So when you look up, look at what was introduced in the book of Genesis, as you teach, Babji, that there, there, there is a law of first mentions. We find that the releasing of a blessing, Bazalwane, is not a New Testament phenomenon. The releasing of the blessing is in Genesis 1. There are things that we need to, as, as people, we need to understand that outside of the law, but in Jesus, there is everything that he has called us to accomplish on the earth and to walk in. Amen. So God, releasing of the blessing is before the law. The Sabbath day is not about the law. We must stop these debates about Isabata, you know, what is it right? Are we there to observe it? The Lord worked for six days creating the earth. And on the seventh, he says in Genesis, he rested. So he set the day apart, Bazalwane, because he had worked. So he rested. Now, I was, I was saying the other day that what is so important to us, that we must work 
7 24 7 we must be busy working 24 7 we cannot even rest resting is what god did resting is an is part of the ancient path that god is calling us into where we observe god as our provider another thing that babji mentioned is an altar and we'll go deep in these things so that there's no cloud and there's no argument within ourselves the altar is something that was introduced we see it in genesis that means it is something that is there and we see it even in the tabernacle if you read the book of hebrews it talks about how jesus died and he went into the real tabernacle not the one created it with hands so we see things that are introduced in the book of genesis that god wants us to be restored back in the the tithe is there like what jesus said the communion is there the releasing of the blessing is there so i want us to understand that where god is drawing us into and is launching us into it's his ways that have been lost uh, that we have even looked down upon babji we have argued about you know i was i posted something about the fact that enoch enoch walked with god Bazalwane. he was not walking in his ways he walked in the ways of god he met god in god's terms and he was no more he kept going to these things there are there is a path that God wants us to be restored in so that we experience the fullness of who he is. And we need to restore certain things and we need to understand certain things uh, in our lives in order for us to walk in them. So we won't even argue. You know, when people argue about the tithe, when people argue about the altar, the prayer, the sacrifice, our lives being laid as a living sacrifice we will not argue about those things when when we talk about repentance we will not argue anymore i mean there's no place of arguing we just pray for people to find the ways of god amen so if you look i was just studying and meditating this morning about how god um about how solomon bazalwane when you read the book of second uh, chronicles 3 it talks about how Solomon began to build. Now he began to build on a place where his father laid an altar. And where his father David laid the altar, Abraham had laid an altar back in Genesis, before the law. An altar, a sacrifice, a place where the blood must flow is an ancient path. It is there, it will forever be there. That is why we find in the... in the, uh, um, in the even in the revelations there is an altar in hebrews in the book of hebrews there is an altar there is an altar bazalwane beyond our space and in time in heaven there is an altar in heaven there is an altar we need to understand Uti. there are things that god wants us to want us to understand in in a in a deeper way so that we walk under this umbrella called the blessing now i was thinking in the morning that wow with with solomon and with david and abraham especially david and abraham what was common about these two men that enabled solomon generations after to build the house of the lord was an altar of obedience that means god there are places where we need to walk in full obedience with the lord so that we are able to experience the fullness of his presence so obedience means that 
we abandon our opinion, we abandon what we think is good, we abandon what we think God wants us to do, but we do what God wants us to do. We go back to the ancient paths. We go back to the things that God wants us to do. Don't be afraid. Don't say, oh, return us back to the law. No, never Don't be afraid. <laughs> God wants no, to restore something, Bazalwan. In the morning, I was thinking, and I always, th- I was, I'm always thinking this, that the Father wants to learn something on the earth, but He is looking for a place to land it on. Can we be a people in an assembly, Bazalwan, of people where God is able to land something? And heaven will only land, Bazalwane, where it recognizes the place on the earth that resembles what is in heaven. Now, if you look at what we are involved in, and Baba was talking earlier, even the, the, the releasing of the blessing, Baba will begin to teach about and, and also carry out the role of Father over our lives, of don't, don't worry about not having a dad, being raised by a single parent, not having parents. This is a place where God wants us, wants us to be restored in, where church is not just about church, but church is a place of family, where God re- restores the heart of families or with, so uh, amongst sure. those we are gathering with. If you read oh, Malachi chapter 4, it talks about Mm. Uh, uh, verse 5 it says i will send you elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day of the lord comes and he will turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to the father lest i come and strike the land uh, uh, with a decree of utter de- destruction other version says he will return the heart of the fathers to sure. the children so that a curse can be halted there are things that God wants to stop that have been flowing over your lives as, as people who have, been, who have never experienced a release of blessing by a mother, by a father. There are things that God wants to put a stop in. And how is he going to do that? He is restoring the heart of the father. Not only, but Jay has been a great father, even not just to us, but to, to, to us as a, as a house. He is a great father to our girls and to our boys. And he's a great father to us as, the, as, as mothers in the house, as fathers in the house. He's been a great father. And I think that God wants to even impart a greater capacity of fatherhood so that a, a blessing re- is released upon you, upon us, Bazalwane. And we may walk under this umbrella where the heart of the father is returned to the children. And the affection of the father, the favor of the father, not only our him as a father but as he assumes his position he is is positioning us to the face of god the father so there are things that we will begin to do on the earth and in the house as as k that god will be aligning us to his face aligning us to his favor aligning us to his hand over us and it's gonna be some of the things will will seem like simple things babji will seem like just a releasing a blessing or speaking a blessing but those will be the things that are significant in the spirit those will be the things that will restore us in the path in the ancient path as i close i just want to read the scripture because as god has been ushering us as a family as a tabasha family in his ancient path 
He is, as he restores us, he, he wants to restore you. So he wants to restore us in, in, back into the covenant of blessing. Mm. The covenant, when you read Genesis 17, over 7, Utilana, mm -hmm. I, will res I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generation for an everlasting covenant. That word everlasting also is synonymous to ancient, to mm -hmm. forever, mm -hmm. to timeless, mm -hmm. to, to beyond, to eternity. That word everlasting, Bazalwan. So God is, is talking to Abraham and he's saying what I am I am establishing between you and me. I'm establishing. I'm establishing something that is eternal. I'm establish. I'm pulling something from outside of time, and I am causing you, Abraham, to flow in it. Now, those who will believe in Jesus, even afterwards, are are introduced into this part. Utinu Galatians five. If you read Galatians five in conjunction with that, with that uh, scripture in Genesis. Chapter 7, 17, it talks about how we are, Genesis, I mean, Galatians 3, Bazalwan, verse 7. It says that, know then that is, it is those of faith who are the sons of Abraham. That means as sons of Abraham, we are now part of this everlasting covenant. We are part of this eternal covenant. We are part of this ancient covenant. We are part of a covenant that transcends generations. This is what Bazalwane God wants to do for us in 2020. As we go deeper in the revelation, 2021, yeah. as we go deep in the revelation of this of his ancient parts, he is pulling us into an ancient covenant so that we walk fully in this covenant. Now, lastly, the scripture I want to I want to read. Um Ephesians 2 from verse, verse 11 it says that therefore remember that at one time you were Gentiles in the flesh the uncircumcised by what is called circumcision which is made in the flesh flesh by hands remember that you were at times separated from Christ and alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers of the covenant of promise having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Jesus. For he himself <coughs> is our peace and who has made us both one and has broken down the flesh, the, in his flesh, the dividing wall of hostility. Amen. God wants to restore us back into the ancient paths. They, they have always been there for us, like what Job 28 has said. Mm. Even birds have not known these ways. Proud lions have not known his ways in the, these parts. So it is possible, Bazalwane, to do so many things and never, ever find our feet in these parts. And I'm grateful to God that is, he is pulling us and he has sent out an invitation to us as, as, as leaders, as us, as, as the house, as an assembly of care to be pulled into the ways that not so many can find god Amen. will begin to teach us about more about the tithe more about the altar more about the sabbath more about these things so that we walk in Amen. these paths no thank you mamichibazone this is okulega but uh, i just want to share with you i think it's five to ten we are almost done 
what we have started to do as a family, we, we, we gather together mm. on, uh, on Fridays. What I, I, I do there is to just speak a blessing over my children. Mm. That's what we are going to institute as a house. Mm. Uh, that's the path that we are going, we'll be talking about, uh, we're talking about now and we're going to be doing that next year. That we need to get into the culture of blessing Yes. Our children and, uh, and and blessing people, setting an atmosphere over them. And uh, I was telling my kids that once I've blessed them, it kind of uh, it's very difficult for me to speak any other word because once I release a blessing, mm. uh, I cannot speak any other thing that works against the blessing I've released. Once I've 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 released a blessing over my wife, I cannot the following day speak a word. So. The, these are the things which we are going to establish and uh, we are going to walk in them. Do not be uh, scared about uh, what is it, the seventh day, yes. uh, Sabbath. We are not going into law. Uh, you, you must trust me on that. Uh, that was never meant to be a, a law. That was meant to be a... God wa- wanted yes. them to, to, to benefit from resting because remember their economy was subsistence farming. All they did was they went out in the morning and they worked in the fields. Uh, it, was, it was about uh, taking care of the flock and working in the, in the fields. And uh, so they, they never had time really to focus on the Lord because they would leave in the morning and come yeah, uh, in, 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 the, in the afternoon. So God wanted to give them that as a benefit not as a, as a burden. Now, in the 21st century, we work within the, the, the framework of the system whereby you are scheduled to work on Saturday, mm. whether you like it or not. So we, 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 we come with that wisdom, understanding that this, this is not meant to be a burden, but we, we need to have an attitude of where God is at with regards to these things. God does not want us to be preoccupied. There must be uh, some day called the seventh that whereby we are focused solely on him yeah. the seventh day was meant for them to focus solely on him yeah. not on their heads not on their sheep not on their goats not on their whatever it was but to focus on him yeah. solely mm-hmm. so that's where the seventh day comes in but we also understand that we work within the system that uh, dictates what we do on 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 particular days so uh, but we're going to explain these things uh, to you well in Jesus' name. So, as we pray, two more minutes. Uh, the 31st of December, anybody who is able to just gather your family. I used to do that. I used to enjoy spending uh, uh, New Year's Eve at home because, I, I, you know, I just spend time there. I would kneel at 12 midnight and begin to prophesy over the new, the new year. So... Uh, if you can gather your family and begin to speak uh, life over them, if it's mm-hmm. your if it's your daughter, your one daughter, your son, it depends on on the situation. If you don't have a child, just prophesy life. Uh, if you're a young person, just prophesy over 2021. Speak 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 life mm-hmm. over the year. But we will come uh, the new year in the first quarter. I will actually be, be preparing a certain a kind of module. Uh, we've got a lot of work to do because uh, young people from 13 years 
to about I don't know 24 we'll, we'll, 35 yeah we'll prepare something that speaks to these things as to what God expects of you so as a father will prepare that and uh, having uh, uh, trained you in those things then we will we'll speak a word over your life mm. in Jesus name so that's going to happen in the next year we are building family very strong in 2021 yeah in Jesus name just before you close Bob, I think just let's emphasize on this set apart time once a week to break bread with your family with your child with your children and speak a blessing set up let it be our culture is the house yes let it be your culture set apart time yours where you sit on friday afternoon friday evening break bread speak a blessing over your life if you are single over your family your mother your your father even if they don't know the lord bless them honor them honor your brothers you know do, let us do things that will align us to the heart of god let, let us just observe time on on our friday evenings can you just pray for us <laughs> so father we thank you let's pray bazalwan we thank you lord for this amazing time that you have called us into we thank you that you want your kingdom to come and your will to be established on the earth. Now we thank you for the invitation into what you want to do on the earth, what you want to establish on the earth. And we are saying, Father, keep us in Christ. Yes, Lord. Keep us in Christ so we are able to host you. We want to pray like David prayed. Teach us your ways, O oh God, yes, because we are just strangers on this, on this land. Teach us your ways, Father, because we know that your ways are perfect. Your ways are just. So, Lord, we thank you for the house uh, as care. We thank you, Father, that you are calling us as the house into a, a place of walking with you on a path that no bird has known when no proud lion has walked in but you are calling us into the lost ways of god the forgotten ways of god yes, where sure. man has forgotten you oh god we thank you that you are calling us and calling us into an invitation around the table around rest around the altar you are inviting us so lord give us the capacity to walk with you give us the capacity to walk with you in holiness and in righteousness we thank you, O oh God, for your people, and we want to bless them. God, we want to release a blessing over them. We would you like to release a blessing over them, Baba? Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, as we get ready to step into the new year, we speak life upon your people. Yes, We dismantle and any, any other atmosphere, any word that yes, lingers father. and hovers upon their heads. Yes, we father. say, Father, let there be life as they step into the new year yes, they're stepping Lord, with strength the they're stepping in victory we thank you for prosperity and success we thank you for protection yes in Father. the name of jesus i cover yes. everyone who is listening connecting uh to us this morning father god yes, in jesus Lord, name, in name we jesus. cover them let them walk under the blessing yes, of heaven in jesus name yes, in the name of jesus yes, in the name of jesus Amen. Yes.